You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another thought-provoking episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. Yeah, maybe more so than ever on this particular podcast. My name is Rob. Very, very grateful that you're hanging out with us today. Hope you're well. Hope you're staying safe, getting a little exercise, flying your drone. And uh, they should tag us, right? If somebody's flying their drone and taking some images, let us know on Instagram. We'd love to see your stuff and maybe it'll make the feed. Yes, please. And also, please, please, please don't forget to upload your questions to askdroneu.com and let us know what is on your mind. But anyway, Rob, why don't we go ahead and play this lengthy question? Hi, Paul. Hi, Rob. I'm John from Prescott, Arizona. Before I throw my question at you, I'd just like to say I'm a very new listener and love what you guys are doing. Paul, props on telling it like it needs to be told, unfiltered. Out of some need to torture myself into learning mapping, possibly the most difficult way I could, I bought a nearly new 3DR AeroM and took to practicing, mostly gluing styrofoam. Running the rabbit hole of mapping very large areas, would it be possible to throw a fixed wing in the air running standard capture methods and use a PPK quadcopter or copters with distinct markings on its top side to bunny hop under fixed wing marking GCPs? I understand this may not be necessary with the current RTK systems emerging, there would still be no true verification method ground references without something on the ground to reference too. Let me know if I'm headed down a bottomless hole. Thank you guys. John, thank you for the question. Really do appreciate it. Prescott, Arizona, by the way, it's really cool um, part of the world. If you've never been there, it's pretty neat. Anyways, um, I have no idea what the heck he's talking about. And so there's probably a good subsection of our listeners that aren't really tracking either, even though I I'm think not sure I'm tracking. Well, okay. So I thought it would be very, very helpful for you to kind of at least start this answer by saying, this is what I'm hearing. <laughs> but <laughs> let's just, maybe, maybe, I know you play this question like five times, but every time you, you play it, I feel like I hear something new. And so let me just make sure I have this right, because it sounds like the question is, ground truthing and don't I need it to do an ultimate, you know, accuracy check, So, which the answer is yes. But then I hear him saying, well, what if I fly one drone over another and then mark the drone? I, I'm like, wait, what? So anyway, yeah, I don't know. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, well, let's play this question one more time because this last time you played it, I heard something else and I was like, okay, wait a minute. Hi, Paul. Hi, Rob. I'm John from Prescott, Arizona. Before I throw my question at you, I'd just like to say I'm a very new listener and love what you guys are doing. Paul, props on telling it like it needs to be told, unfiltered. Out of some need to torture myself into learning mapping, possibly the most difficult way I could, I bought a nearly new 3DR AeroM and took to practicing, mostly gluing styrofoam. Running the rabbit hole of mapping very large areas, would it be possible to throw a fixed wing in the air running standard capture methods and use a PPK quadcopter or copters with distinct markings on its top side to bunny hop under fixed wing marking GCPs? I understand this may not be necessary with the current RTK systems emerging. There would still be no true verification method ground references without something on the ground to reference too. Let me know if I'm headed down a bottomless hole. Thank you guys. 
Okay, I get it now. So, first off, no, you're not flying a drone over another drone just to get RTK and PPK information. So he's essentially saying he'd use that second drone as his GPS marker. Yeah, he's talking about a flying GCP. (laughs) Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Step one, GCPs don't move. (laughs) This this is how things happen, though, right? I mean, you you explore, you try, you ask questions. I love it. So anyway, but but, and okay, I see what you're saying about GCP. Yeah, it's a ground control point, point. right? So (laughs) not points, but okay. So back to your point about him asking the question. Very intuitive question that he's asking, but he clearly doesn't know the rules to some of the uh, fundamental formulas to answer that question. But you could have the drone underneath be stationary, right? It doesn't have to be moving. So you could create a point in the air, Mm, theoretically. Not really, no. Okay, no. No. Stupid, stupid. Um, Okay. (laughs) So his really good point, though, and this is really, really important because he is asking a question that everyone who is buying a Phantom 4 RTK should be asking, Hmm. right? And a surveyor, a smart one, is going to ask this question. He's not just going to willy-nilly use drones. He's going to say, how do you ground truth it, right? Which is the ultimate accuracy verification. And the only way to get true ground truthing, and this is where the surveyors screw up, is to have that known reference point on the ground, right? Like those survey nails that you see in the middle of the road, right down the middle of the road, you see those survey nails. Those are known fixed ground truthed points, right? So if you have those known points in your survey or in your drone map, excuse me, not survey, in your drone map, then yes, you could ground truth the map. But here's the question, right? You got to, you, you really got to think about this, right? If the drone is flying at 200 feet, how the hell are you going to see the top of that nail? Mm-hmm. You're not going to mark that thing accurately because your reprojection error is going to be so off the charts that l- you're not going to get any accurate measurements, right? So he actually brings up a very, very poignant question that has not been asked in this industry, which is if you are mapping with the P4P RTK and you're not using GCPs, how the hell do you know your data sets are actually accurate? There is no ground truthing. If you're accepting the NTRIP network through the P4P RTK and you're picking up the RTK signals from the local cores towers, you do not know if there is interference on the carrier or the phase signal. You do not know how accurate that signal is. Okay, so unless you have a ground truth known point, this is what Jason Danello was talking about three years ago. If you don't have a known point that has been verified by the state or by a surveyor that says, I know this is this point, right? Then you really don't know unless you have at least, well, three of those to triangulate, how accurate or precise your map is. But the second part is you have to be able to see that known point in space, right? So it doesn't matter if you have a known point in your maps because it does no good unless you can accurately mark those points in a Mm. circular fashion to reduce ellipsoid error to ground truth your map. So 
actually, he asked a fire question. It's such a good question because even if you're using a P4, PRTK, you still have to have a ground control point. You still have to follow the rules of marking that ground control point. You still have to have some ultimate verification. This is why you should come to a DroneU mapping class. We are not going to feed you some line of horse crap that says, your map is really accurate. Just check the quality report. No, no, because all you're doing, even if you have ground control points and checkpoints is all you're doing is measuring the accuracy of the unit itself, not the actual accuracy of the map. You come to a drone U class and we say, no, 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 no. The only way to truly verify accuracy is in a third party app, ground truth. Hmm. That's how. We don't feed you the line that all these other mapping companies feed you, okay? Because we have talked to surveyors. We have said, what are you nervous about? What are you questioning? Why is this a problem? And thanks to people like Jason and Gary and other people, we have a really good idea of what that looks like. And honestly, hmm. like as I first heard this question the first seven times, uh, I was like, what? what is he asking? And then it hit me. Don't we have to ground truth these maps? You know, with these new systems, these RTK systems, yeah, real-time kinematic, but how do you make sure it's right? Yeah, very interesting. So the answer to the question is, yes, you are going you down a rabbit truth. hole, right? Yes. That you don't want to go down. But so ultimately... <laughs> you know, his. I think his real question is, how do I large map areas accurately? Exactly, because yeah. that's what he was trying to solve for. Yes, and I go back to Wingtra, 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 yeah, okay. Wingtra, Wingtra. And Wingtra, you can thank your boy Jack, because uh, he he's a really smart proponent for this system. I finally understood the question that was being asked by uh, our good friend, is it Richard? Richard? He's the uh, Arkansas rice paddy farmer, drone you member? <laughs> He's like one of my favorite students of all time, by the way. Yeah. He's sh such a shit talker. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you can tell he's a Marine. But anyway, the point is he's got a map really large areas. And he was asking some very poignant questions about the PPK system from Wingtra. And I think I finally understand some of the questions that he was asking as far as getting corrections distances from the drone itself, from the base station. Hmm. And I think Jack actually did a good job of explaining that. But anyway, that being said, mapping really large areas areas is a difficulty in itself if you actually think about how georeferencing as a whole works. You know, one of the big issues that Richard had was, you know, hey, I've got hundreds of thousands of acres that I need to map. I can't be laying out GCPs every 10 acres, you know, and he's got a really good point. But the accuracy that they're looking for, too, would require that level of georeferencing. So, so something has to give. Exactly. And that's why he's trying to find a common, you know, you're going to give up some precision to get the job done. And, you know, it's funny, I saw a documentary last night that actually was explaining what Richard and his family of rice farmers are going through. Mm -hmm. Did you know the Mississippi River Valley, because of all of the man-made dams, has changed the silt direction flow hmm. and they're getting a 10 millimeter drop in soil every single year because it's changing the geometry of the water table. Wow. 
And that's what one of the issues that Richard is running into and why drone mapping is solving his problem because now they can measure how much the land is sinking. How does this affect the flow of the water throughout the crops? Okay, what about the efficiency in this particular level of crop? Is too much water in one area going to cause mold and disease, right? And they can use drones to say, oop, problem area, fix it, oop, issue. But now it's a fundamental issue across the whole farm. Wow. How do you drain a farm when the drainage is constantly sinking? Hmm. How does the aqueduct work if it's always moving? Yeah, I don't know. Um, lost me. Right? And I'm, New Mexico <laughs> is one of the hot spots in the whole world for aqueducts. Mm-hmm. Other than Greece, but you know, everyone knows about Greece, not New Mexico. They don't teach you about that in history class. They do not. But it's actually kind of cool when you go walk around the Rio Grande. So, anyway, am I missing something here, buddy? No, no, no. You just kind of went off on a on a direction that I'm just not necessarily tracking with. Well, so. it's one of those things where people are like, "How do you ultimately verify the accuracy of your drone map?" And the answer is ground truthing. So he's he's on. No, I got all that. I got yeah. all that. Yeah. No, it's I'm I'm with you. Yeah, it's just that a lot of people have tried to find workarounds that don't really work. So right, he's obviously in trouble. And when you're dealing at the scale that he's dealing with, the answer isn't as simple as, "Well, just double the linear distance from one GCP to another." It's like mm, not so not so fast here, dude. If you knew. If you knew the problems that they're trying to solve, you would understand why they need such a level of accuracy, you know, so. I think what I'm hearing is that these are very complex problems. Drones can help solve them, but you better know what you're doing. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, look, surveyors, there are things that you don't know because you're not a photogrammetrist. And drone pilots, there are things that you don't know because you're not a photogrammetrist. You're not a surveyor. You're not an engineer. You're not a cartographer. You're not a geospatial intelligence officer, okay? There are so many subjects that you have to learn, and you're you're really just poking the, you, the what's the right saying here? You're really just getting your toes wet, okay, in these subjects, but you have to have some sort of fundamental understanding of the foundations of these subjects to be good at drone mapping, right? There are things that surveyors have to learn to be good at drone mapping. There are things that drone pilots have to learn to be good at drone mapping. Mm -hmm. There are things that processors, analysts, GPS experts have to learn. We all have these verticals of expertise. But when we start mixing so many expertises together, as we have mixed sensors and components in aircraft in ways that we have never done before, we're fundamentally able to solve problems that we were never able to solve before. But in order to solve those problems, we must be willing to learn what we don't know that we don't know. Yeah, and you don't want to be in a position where you're getting information that you think is telling you one thing, but it's only because you don't understand that it's telling you something mm -hmm. else. Right? Yeah, and so, I'm no geospatial specialist, that's for damn sure. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah, no. So, this is about my geospatial specialization right here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, on that note. <laughs> That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for joining us. Leave us a question. Would you go to askdroney.com? You're struggling with something during the virus. Is there something, a problem you're having? It's just not working for you and you need something solved. Whatever it is, askdroneyou.com. Indeed. All right. That's going to do it for us today. See you later. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. 
We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.